What's going on, my guys, gals, and goonies? It is time for another episode of Super Movie Ball. That's right. Yeah, how's your day going? I hope it's good. I, I genuinely hope it's good. This is going to be a little different. Uh, as you can tell by the title, it's just like, what? what is this? Is it, is it a joke? It's not a joke. It's not a joke. Uh, it's not going to be like the episode I did a while back called First Few Episodes where I watch a TV show, like the first few episodes and just describe it and then maybe follow up on it, which I still have not done another one of those. But hey, there's been a lot of things going on in my life and we'll get back to that. This one's going to be like a little bit more informal. It's going to be kind of odd. Uh, you may hear me typing on the keyboard or clicking a mouse. It was just kind of impromptu, but I thought it would be a good idea. If nothing else, it'll be novel. And I don't know if I'll release it or not, but if you're listening to it, you obviously have. And you know what? Who am I kidding? I am desperate for content, so it's definitely going to get released. <laughs> but anyway, so let me give you the background on this. Uh, so basically, over the last few years, my wife has watched a lot of stuff and has gone through a lot of movies and TV shows and rewatched a lot of movies and TV shows. And so she was asking me for recommendations, and she said, um, she sent me this article, and I think it was September of 2022, Rolling Stone had top 100 greatest TV shows of all time, or something like that. And she's like, I know you've watched probably a ton of stuff that's on this list, can you give me some recommendations? So this isn't that list, I'm not going to go one by one on that 100 list. This is stuff that I recommended to my wife based on that list. So some of the most some of the stuff's on the list, some of the stuff is not. And I thought it would be interesting for you to hear my quick little thoughts on this. So 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 that's the thing. So this is tailored specifically to my wife. It's not going to go real deep. It's going to be pretty quick cuz I essentially sent this whole long huge text to my wife. And then at the very end, I'll tell you what she said back to me in response to this huge long text. You, you wait until we hear it, but we haven't even gotten to the list, so you'll see. So first and foremost, I looked at the Rolling Stones article that she sent me. Uh, <laughs> the website is terrible. It sucks. And I'm going through it, and of course it's one of those ones where they give you like five or ten at a time or something like that. And it's like, click the next one, and there's ads everywhere. It's just awful. And also, the list itself is utter 
crap. It is, it's just, it's laughable how bad it is. I mean, just as an example, and this may, people may turn it off after I say this because there's some spicy takes on this list I'm about to read. They have Keegan Peel above Chappelle Show. Both shows are on the list, but they have Keegan Peel above Chappelle. Are you serious? Are you, are you serious? Yeah, so that gives you an idea. I, 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 go home list. You're drunk. You're drunk list. You're, you're just, you're sick. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> moving on, moving on, moving on. Okay, so the first thing that I sent her uh, was news radio. And the one thing I said about it was news radio is really good. And I remember loving it as a teenager. That's right. That's right. This show is from the 90s. It's essentially what it is. It's about a AM uh, radio station and just the different characters that are on the show. It sounds super boring, but it's incredibly funny. It has a lot of uh, comedic actors on the show that have different styles and they all mesh really well. Um, so there's something for everybody on that show. It's, it's, it's really good. For some reason, it reminds me of Cheers. Don't know why. Just a little bit. I, I'm not really sure why, but it's absolutely hilarious. At least the last time I watched it, I do catch episodes here and there. I really like it. And, and this is the other thing I probably should have said up top, is that I was going to tell you like where to find these and whatever, but I don't know when you're listening to this. You could listen to this as soon as it comes out, or you could be listening to it like four years down the road, and I don't even do the show anymore. So you'll just have to find it on your own. I'm sorry. Stuff is just everywhere nowadays, and it comes and goes on streaming services. So you're just kind of on your own. I'm just going to give you just like a, what the show is basically about and my thoughts on it. So anyway, moving on, uh, we're looking at Orange is the New Black. Uh, I told my wife that it's pretty good. I stopped watching it to watch other things. They just coming out, kept coming out with other seasons. But Orange is the New Black is about an upper middle class a white woman that uh, goes to a minimum security prison. And that's basically all I'll say. I don't want to spoil these too much, but that's the synopsis of the show. (laughs) What I like about this show, or at least the seasons that I did watch, is the main character is a good example of not being a good person, but still somehow very likable. So just really interesting writing and character development there. The other, the next show is Fargo, which is based on the black comedy movie of the same name. And this is an anthology series. You know, there's it's something new every season, which is what I like. So it's something fresh. So it's not, it doesn't get stale because it's a whole new setting. It is very violent and is quite disturbing at times, but I look forward to the next Fargo series that comes out, uh, season, I should say, that comes out. And I've liked all of them so far. And, you know, there's just, I like, they're set in different time periods, different locations. They're really good. And you never really know what's going to happen to a certain extent. Uh, the next show we're talking about is Community. This show is really good, but unfortunately, some episodes are missing. Uh, for various reasons, and also, I think at one time they were all in a different place because the show switched networks. I really like this show. I think it's a lot of fun. It has really genuinely some great episodes of just great television. Can't really say a nice, a nice enough thing. If you don't know about it, it's about different people coming together and going to community college for various reasons. It has, if you can get into this show, it just kind of warms your way into your heart and just sets up shop in there because it has its own really good inside jokes and characters that you love to see that crop up. You know, even the fringe characters, when they show up, oh, great, he got a line in this, and it's really funny, and it's good stuff. 
it's good stuff and it's it's a good a light watch too it's a it's a funny show insecure is pretty good i liked it well enough it's about a 30 some black woman as she tries to navigate her life and what to do with it it's pretty interesting i do like the humor in it it's funny it's really you know it's about a woman's story you know there's certain things that identify because some things you know cross over into just it's just the human experience for some reason i stopped watching it just moved on to other stuff you'll find that a lot that i don't completely finished stuff i think the series just ended or it's on its final season so i may go back and finish that one because i did uh like it quite a bit the next show is uh bojack horseman it's surprisingly good it's an animated show about an anthropomorphic horse that is a washed up 90s sitcom star I don't know. This is going to be a hot take or a stupid take. I think it's probably going to be more in the stupid realm. But a lot of people find this depressing. I don't because I'm a stone cold weirdo. I don't really find it depressing. I understand how people, when I say depressing, I think people are like, I tried to binge watch it and I couldn't because it was making me depressed. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I understand that. But I I don't feel that way when I watched. When I watched it, I didn't feel that way. I didn't feel depressed, and it's really good at handling the material, and even though it's silly, and the main character is a horseman, and there's, you know, dog men and dog women, and there's bird people, like, mixed in with regular humans, and they're all interacting with each other, and they have adult situations, it's, it seems ridiculous, but it handles the more mature thematic things pretty well so it's interesting watch curb your enthusiasm this is gonna probably get me a lot of hate i just call it seinfeld 2.0 i feel like it's very meh uh larry david is not seinfeld not jerry seinfeld and i'm not a big fan of jerry seinfeld himself i do like the show seinfeld but i like seinfeld more than curb your enthusiasm i just feel like curb your enthusiasm is just like the same episode over and over and over and i will admit i did get like a few seasons in and I was like, I can't really watch this anymore. It just kind of feels like the same thing over and over. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? What are you talking about? Are you insane? That's one of the best shows ever. This is just my thoughts. And this is, you know, and some of this is tailored towards my wife specifically. So remember that. The next show is Arrested Development. It's so good. It's so good. Arrested Development is about a formerly wealthy family that are completely dysfunctional and they're trying to sort of keep their lives together and the cast is just perfect it's incredibly witty it's extremely funny it was just so groundbreaking and so far ahead of its time that first season is a master class of of comedy in my opinion I absolutely love it. I can't really say enough nice things about it. I just rewatched it not too long ago, just a couple months ago. I had to pause it because I was laughing so hard and rewind it because I was like, oh, I think I missed something. I, I didn't see the first few times I watched it. So this is a special note for my wife. She hates her job. <laughs> she cannot watch The Office. And I used to be the same way. I used to work at a place where my boss was an utter idiot, so watching The Office was not fun for me because my boss was just a buffoon. Seeing, like, Michael Scott, 
do the things he does, I was like, I feel like I'm at work. I, I can't watch this. I can't watch this show. But fortunately enough, I got past that. It's The Office. Everybody knows what The Office is. I told my wife, I was like, you have, I was like, when you get in a better place, you have to watch The Office. It's just a TV milestone like Cheers or Seinfeld or Friends. The awkwardness and the cringiness becomes funny after a while. Trust me, is what I said to her. So I, there's, what can I say about The Office that hasn't been said a billion times? But again, this was specific for my wife. Um, Succession, I have not heard. Uh, watch Succession, but I've heard great things, and I said I was going to watch it soon. No, I did send this last year, and I still have not watched Succession, and I keep hearing good things about it, and I will watch Succession. So um, Succession, if you don't know, is about a, a CEO and his family uh, he who owns a, a huge conglomerate or runs a huge conglomerate, and the family is basically vying for power. I think because he's retiring. I think that's it. I could be wrong. I'm not going to look it up because there's no way to find There's no way to look things up. So just you're just going to have to trust me. Uh, <laughs> the next show we're going to talk about is Atlanta. Atlanta is about a college dropout and hip-hop manager and hip-hop artist as they navigate like the Atlanta hip-hop scene as well as just the bizarre turns it takes them and the bizarre encounters they have in life it's amazing but it does go really far into the woods as it were with stuff uh it likes to play with the format and it likes to bend reality it's funny dramatic insightful it's weird and it takes sometimes it's it's very mundane and you know but it has a satirical take on that it's imaginative it's cool. It doesn't care about if it is dorky or not. It just does whatever it wants. It just does whatever it wants. I can't say enough nice things about Atlanta. Um, that show just speaks to me. There's one episode in particular where Paperboy, the hip-hop artist, he goes to the barber. If you have no interest in this show, then you don't have to watch it. But if you are curious, try to find the episode where Paperboy goes to the barber. It is utterly brilliant and also 100% accurate. That's all I will say. So that goes everything on the Rolling Stones top 100 list. There's a bunch of stuff on there, but some a lot of the stuff is like either things that my know my wife wasn't in, it would not be interested in, like she's not interested in X Files, or things like Cheers. You know what I mean? Like, okay, she's seen Cheers before, so I omitted them. That was just some things I thought she might like or be interested in. Um, what I told her wasn't on the list was a show called Mr. Robot. Now, Mr. Robot is about a cybersecurity engineer slash hacker who is trying to incite anarchy, uh, specifically against a global conglomerate that controls nearly everything on the world scene i cannot believe that mr robot is not on that rolling stones top 100 tv shows of all time it is it's it's so good it's so cinematic it's just next level with the writing it's also very authentic to the the main character has some mental health issues it's very realistic about that it's very realistic about the hacking stuff without making it boring with making it interesting all of that stuff could be portrayed as dull but they make it as interesting as possible 
which is really well crafted and well done. But it does get dark at times and it gets a little bit dismal. Okay, next show is Severance. Now, <laughs> I need to rewatch this show. And I told my wife, everyone loves this show, but I couldn't really get into it. Which is, at the time, was true, but now that I've had some time to process it, it's not that I couldn't get into it. There was just something that I I just wasn't fully connecting in, and I do want to watch it again. Not because everybody's talking about it, but because I can't really get it out of my head. It's kind of living rent-free up there. But it's weird and dramatic, and Severance is about a man that's going through a tragedy, and then you can go to this place... And they basically, for the time that you're there working, your memory will be wiped. And you will have no memory of your outside life. Very weird setup, very weird con, uh, concept, but it's not, it makes it very accessible. And it doesn't get too far. I mean, it gets into the weirdness really good, but it has like a nice balance to where what I would call regular people like it. Every All, all of the regular normie people who like shows... Nothing wrong with being regular, normal normal people. And I don't mean that as a negative. I'm just saying I am a weirdo and I watch weird things. So when people are like, yeah, I'm not watching that Mac here. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> Those are the people I'm talking about. These are good people. They're like, have you watched this show? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I need to watch it again. I need to watch it again. And I think maybe the second time something will click with me because that does happen. But it's an interesting premise. And the opening is absolutely great. I love the opening. There's no there's no doubt about that in my mind. I haven't really mentioned that in any other show, but I really like the, the opening. There's just something about it. It feels very dreamlike, and I like that. Uh, this is a British show that I'm going to talk about next. It's called Friday Night Dinner. It's a very silly British sitcom. It's about a family that comes together every Friday night to have dinner. It's a mom, dad, and two boys, and that's really all it is. It's it's very light, fun. There's nothing special about it. If you watch it and you're like, this isn't that great, I didn't say it was great. It's just a light, silly, fun show that has good moments here and there. So if you're into that, I will talk about another British show, which is brilliant, called Peep Show. It's basically about two loser roommates, but the twist is is that you can hear what's going on in their head, which adds another wrinkle to the drama, mostly comedy. So it's, it's actually pretty interesting and fantastic because it's almost comic bookish in the way when they deal with certain characters these two main characters, you can hear their inner thoughts, and it's so great because you can picture yourself in that situation and being like, yes, I would be thinking that, but I wouldn't be saying it. And sometimes they do say the things that are on their mind. It's really well done. I want to say it recently ended, but recently could have been six years ago because honestly, I've lost all track of time. I can't recommend this enough. I do like a yearly watch on this show. It's just really good. It's just really good, done by two brilliant comedians, British comedians. They're fantastic. All right, moving on. We have Workaholics, about three young guys uh, in their 20s, maybe early 30s. It's just gross. (laughs) It's just gross. You know, they're just, uh, they're stoners and alcoholics, and they work in a call center. Is it funny? Yes, it is very funny. Is it juvenile? You betcha. You betcha. Yeah, at times it's it is quite brilliant, but during the later seasons it does kind of drop off in quality. It's it's worth watching if it sounds interesting to you. There's some good moments. Next one is The Queen's Gambit. I really liked The Queen's Gambit, but it 
should have been a movie. If you're not familiar with Queen's Gambit, it's about a young lady who becomes a chess master and everything that goes along with that. And I think it takes place during the 50s, if I'm not, 50s or 60s, I can't remember when it takes place, sometime during that era where women weren't playing chess on the competitive level that she was playing at. Um, there's not enough material for a series because it's like a limited series, what they call limited series now, which was basically what you would call a mini series back in the day. It's still quite good. Speaking of girls, there's a show called Dairy Girls, which is about Irish girls in the 90s. I really like it. It's funny. It's not gonna knock your socks off or anything, but I quite enjoyed it. I quite enjoyed their antics because these girls, the age they're at is the age I was at in the 90s, roundabout. I identify with a lot of their angst, what was popular at the time, and everything that was going on. The only difference is, is that, you know, they're Irish, they're Europeans, so some things are a little bit different. So it's it's interesting to uh, see that contrast. Also, they're girls. I'm not a girl. <laughs> so there's that part of it, too. It's just fun. It's just a fun show, and it's very cute. Uh, okay. The next show is I Think You Should Leave. It's a sketch comedy show. It's really funny. I told my wife, I said this, I said, you will either love it or hate it. Guess which category I'm in. I love it. I love it. I watched the first season. I was like, eh, it's okay. Then it kind of settled on me because I binge watched it, which I probably shouldn't have done. I probably should have watched one or two and then just kind of walked away from it and then watched another couple too, like a week later or something. I watched the first season and I was like, eh, it's pretty good. And then I couldn't get some of the sketches out of my head. And I was like, I got to watch that again. I was like, I got to watch that again. And then I watched it a second time and I was like, this is. This, how is this show this good? It's, it's so fun. I just, <laughs> just thinking about it is really funny. There's two seasons. Oh my goodness. If you're a fan of sketch comedy, which I am, I love sketch comedy shows. Uh, do yourself a favor and uh, hunt down this show and watch it. Shouldn't be too hard. All right. Handmaid's Tale. Pretty good. I stopped watching it to watch other things. I'll probably go back and finish it because I did really like it. Sometimes I get, not sometimes, as you can tell, this is like a running theme with this whole list. I get distracted and I watch other things. Uh, I'll probably come back to Handmaid's Tale. I kind of like to wait until things are over and all the hype dines down and then dive back into it or dive into it myself. And I also like to binge watch things a lot. Not to be a hipster, but I was binge watching before it was popular. I did. I binge I watch stuff. Uh, I called it marathon watching. And I kind of like that term better. Binge watching sounds pretty gross, actually, when you think about it. The, ter- the word binge. So I marathon watched TV and movies back in the day. It would be nothing for me to watch shows over and over and over. I watched way too much television and movie movies as a child. I'll probably go back to that one. Uh, Handmaid's Tale which is a dystopian show. Uh, It's based on a novel, I believe. I can't remember the author, but it's a dystopian show. It's basically about uh, a second American Civil War taking place in modern times. Really disturbing to think about. The way it's presented seems like it could be realistic. And I won't get into too much of it because a lot of it deals with subject matters I really don't like to talk about on this show. But it is very much a tragedy. Uh, There's a lot of traumatic things that happen 
in this show. So I, I definitely would label it. I guess some people would say dramatic, and it definitely is dramatic, but I would say it has more of a tragedy angle to it. Uh, very interesting show. It's probably something my wife would really like, but wouldn't watch too much because it is a tragedy, <laughs> as I said. The last show, and certainly not least, is The Jinx, excellent docu-series about Robert Durst. I will not tell you who Robert Durst is, and I will say no more, but I highly recommend it, and just me saying that probably means that I will <laughs> watch it again. That's how good it is. But I'm a fan of documentaries. All right, that's the list. Hopefully you can get an idea. The thing about this is after I sent my wife the list, and that is the whole list starting from when I started talking about news radio all the way down, I didn't add anything to it. She said, wow, you really need to get your podcast started again. (laughs) And guess what? I did.